Hi, I'm Jack Fallon and you are listening to The Slippery Slope. So it feels like it's time to get back into some COVID news. When I saw this headline yesterday, bleeps from the Career Mail, it says COVID-19 vax like rape. Ill cop says. Story was written by Kay Dibbon. The wow, that's a headline. If you uh, if you want to catch someone's attention, likening a vaccine to uh, to rape to being rape. Um, but reading through the article, I can kind of see the can see the correlation. See how it was this uh, this idea of taking your will, taking your ability to choose for yourself, being taken from you. It certainly does make you think. Look, I'll read through this article and share some of my opinions. Anyway, so it says the first legal challenge to mandatory COVID-19 vaccine vaccination by police ambulance officers and a nurse will begin on Monday with the test case that could determine whether hundreds of workers remain locked out of jobs. So Queensland Police Commissioner Katarina Carroll and Deputy Commissioner will give evidence and be cross-examined during the five-day Supreme Court trial before Justice Glenn Martin. So the judge will hear the first three applications to overturn mandatory vaccination directions. Several hundred workers employed by the state are either suspended on full pay or or on special duties because they will not be vaccinated against COVID-19. So the Sean Sutton and others application involves 54 Queensland Police Service officers and employees. The Dylan Mark Johnston and others application involves seven other QPS, which is Queensland Police Service staff. And the Bernard Witham and others application involves 11 ambulance officers and a nurse. So the Sean Sutton and other applicants represented by Sibley lawyers claimed the police commissioner's directions were incompatible with and unreasonably limited relevant human rights. And how correct that is. Um, It also will be argued that the directions constituted an error of law and were legally unreasonable. That's going to be an interesting, I'd love to actually hear this argument. That will be very good. I agree with it. I'm just not sure how they're going to argue it. Because I know how how, uh, Queensland Police have already argued or justified their actions, uh, which I didn't agree with at all. But whatever, that's how they argue. They justify anything, really. So one applicant, Cairns Forensic Crash Investigator, Senior Constable Dina Miller, who's 46, has said in a court affidavit, that she had flashbacks to being raped 24 years earlier after her first vaccination. And it goes on to quote her saying, I've been suffering repeated flashbacks and reliving my rape as I have had someone do something to my body against my will once again, Senior Constable Miller said. I go, you know, when I first saw, I read the headline and I read this article, First, I was thinking, well, you know, comparing this thing to to rape, it's, it's a little extreme. But, but then when I read through it and I just contemplated a second, I thought, yeah, she's right. You know, you've got someone forcing someone, forcing something into, onto your body, forcing you to, to participate in an action that you do not want to participate in, completely against your will. And when you, when you, really break it down you think yeah okay 
I get it. It's a, it can be an action which really, um, which can really help or force people to, to relive turmoil, past, uh, past traumas, which they, they really want to forget. But now again, you've got someone just forcing you to do something. Not a pleasant thing. Now she said she reluctantly, this is Constable Miller. She said she reluctantly had the first jab and said at the time, this is not informed consent. This is bullying, coercion, and blackmail. So the blackmail, I believe, is because you were you would lose your job or you would be stood down um, and without pay if you didn't uh, if you didn't receive the vaccination with threat of losing your job. As she goes on to say she did not want to receive another dose as she had since suffered severe reactions, including symptoms similar to a heart attack high blood pressure and a nervous system disorder now i have done at least one episode talking about um talking about some of the side effects and specifically unreported effects and because i believe that a lot of effects are not being reported completely because people they're afraid of being labeled as anti-vaxxers but i do know of quite a few people quite a few people who who i've spoken to who have had detrimental effects she goes on to say constable senior constable miller saying every part of my life has been adversely adversely affected because of the commissioner's direction the officer with 12 years of police service said in her court affidavit so the sutton and others group includes detectives a sergeant with 38 years service, a civilian watch house officer with 38 years service as well, a senior sergeant and district duty officer with 28 with 28 years service, and a senior constable with 31 years as a police officer. There are applicants from general duties, highway, highway patrol, forensic crash investigations, child protection investigations, and prosecutions, and a civilian intelligence officer. There are two couples, Senior Constable uh, Bronwyn Smith with nine years service and Senior Constable Drew Carmichael with 21 years experience and Sergeant Andrew Holderness who has 38 years service and Wendy Holderness who has worked for QPS for 13 years. When you look at it, you've got all these officers with decades and decades of service between them and yet the Queensland Police Service are willing just to throw all of that away purely because they do not want to have a vaccine and considering that whether you're vaccinated or not you can still get the you can still get the virus uh, you can still spread the virus and you can still die from the virus so and yet they still want to be able to force you to do something you can still get it you can still spread it you can still die from it but we're still going to force you to get the vaccine anyway. The article goes on to say Queensland Human Rights Commission and the Attorney General are intervening on the proceedings. So QHRC, which is the Queensland Human Rights Commission, claims the direction at least, at least limit the rights to protection from medical treatment without consent. If you don't know about this uh, Human Rights Commission, they state that that you, you don't have to participate in medical treatment if you do not consent. That is part of our human rights. However, Queensland Police and other jurisdictions, other government uh, bureaucracies around our nation have decided, you know what, this is what the human rights say. They say that you do not have to participate in, uh, in medical treatment if you, if you don't want to. However, 
they they find a workaround and say however we're doing this for the protection of the nation we're doing this for the protection of other people therefore we are now bringing it in as a part of your uh, employment status that you have to undergo this medical treatment otherwise you lose your job then that's the way they've worked around it so here it seems like the uh, queensland human rights commission is saying it at least limits the right to protection from medical treatment without consent nine other applications by other group groups of workers challenging various vaccination directions are yet to be heard listen it's going to be very interesting i, I live in queensland i'm very interested in what's going to happen with this case uh, regarding the queensland police and these other these other government workers i i, I don't believe in my opinion uh, any boss should be able to force you to undergo medical treatment if you don't want to. And especially, like I said, get vaccinated. If I can get vaccinated and said, hey, there it is, you're vaccinated and you can no longer pick up the virus. You can no longer spread the virus. You can no longer die from the virus. But it's the exact opposite. You can pick it up, you can spread it, and you can die from it. I know people who have that exact thing has happened to them they've been fully vaccinated they've still obviously gotten sick from COVID-19 and I know a couple of people who have died even after being vaccinated and having a booster and yet and yet our bureaucracies our little bureaucratic despots still decide that it's within their rights to force you to undergo medical treatment against your will how is that living in a free nation my opinion it's no longer a free nation in my opinion COVID-19 if anything showed us how our nation the nation of Australia the once great free nation is quickly quickly running towards being a, a nation run by bureaucratic despots and a police state that's my opinion Thank you for listening to The Slippery Slope.